Welcome to the PSDcast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. Just recently, I was alerted to a startup by the name of Morse Micro. They're developing the smallest Wi-Fi halo system on chip, which supposedly provides 10 times the range, 100 times the area, and 1,000 times the volume of traditional Wi-Fi. And on the line, we've got Fahid Manian, the COO of Morse Micro. So, Fahid, thanks for joining us. And why don't you start by explaining what Halo is exactly? You know, as a technology, what makes it better than traditional Wi-Fi? Well, Jason, thank you very much. Thank you for your invitation for this uh, podcast. Um, Wi-Fi Halo is a standard that was adopted by IEEE uh, back in 2016. Um, it's uh, 802.11ah. Um, the Wi-Fi Alliance, um, I think, back in the um, beginning of the uh, of this decade. I started looking into coming up with a, a solution for all the IoT devices so they can be able to connect, communicate with each other um, at much uh, you know, better range and, um, and also more secure way. Um, so they decided to develop uh, this standard called AWS-AH, which uh, also is known as uh, Wi-Fi Halo. Uh, the technology is transmitting, uh, it works in a sub-gigahertz bandwidth, uh, which is an uh, ISM band. It's a free ISM band that is available in multiple, in many geographies around the globe. Um, traditional Wi-Fi, they transmit and receive in two different frequency bands, actually getting to be three now, uh, 2.4 gigahertz, 5 gigahertz, and soon would be 6 gigahertz, uh, which is the Wi-Fi 6 and you know, Wi-Fi 6E. Uh, the Wi-Fi halo uh, is sub-gigahertz. Um, the benefit of sub-gigahertz is uh, you know, definitely you can travel, the signal can travel a lot farther. Uh, it has a much better penetration uh, through a variety of blockage, whether it's like doors and walls and buildings and, and what have you. And one of the other advantage that... Um, the IEEE standard and the Wi-Fi Alliance adopted for Wi-Fi Halo is to be able to transmit and receive uh, signals at a short uh, frequency channels, um, which is 1 megahertz, 2 megahertz, 4 megahertz, and up to 8 megahertz channel, um, which is unlike the, you know, the Wi-Fi, uh, standard Wi-Fi. Standard Wi-Fi transmits at 20 megahertz, 40 megahertz, and uh, the latest, you know, the... AC uh, or AX does it even at 80 megahertz and up to 160 megahertz. So uh, the wider the channel uh, bandwidth is, uh, of course, you know, the shorter distance you're going to travel. The shorter channel is, you know, the farther it's going to be able to travel and it's going to be able to get a better signal and uh, better reception. So Mm. in a nutshell, that's really what the Wi-Fi halo is. Okay. Well, well, you you touched on on a lot of the perks of of, uh, of Halo. So, what what exactly was was driving these higher demands for long range connectivity and and low power requirements that originally led to the standardization of Halo? Well, so the uh, the real demand for connectivity of many devices that it's out there uh, that requires to be connected to each other that traditional Wi-Fi will not be able to reach. Uh, So what are the examples of those? For example, uh, home automation, factory automation, um, surveillance and security cameras, um, you know, access controls such as doors and and locks. 
these are devices that requires certain amount of bandwidth, uh, not super high bandwidth, but not super low bandwidth, and it requires a, a lot of devices uh, to be connected, and it requires also a distance. So because of that, there really was no way to do it, no way to be able to access that. So let me give you an example of, uh, for example, let's say hotels, let's say large hotels, and they all have door locks, and all of those door locks, you know, they, they would like to put a camera in there so they can see who's accessing the room and who's not, it's just a basically a very, very uh, snapshot or, or a few seconds, five seconds or ten seconds of the person trying to get in and getting the door. Um, in order for you to be able to capture that data and send that data into the server of the hotel, um, you need something like a standard Wi-Fi. You just can't do it with Bluetooth because Bluetooth has very short range. You can't do it with any other uh, technology. And a standard Wi-Fi for sure can support it, but then imagine a large hotel. You need to have many, many, many access points to be able to accommodate it, which makes it more cost prohibitive. So some very, very high-end hotels probably do that, but some other ones cannot afford to do it. This technology will allow you to be able to do that uh, without having with, with basically a single access point, depending on the size of the hotel and the number of doors that you want to access. You can do that with, uh, you know, uh, with much, much lower cost and much more economical way of doing it. That's an example of one. The other one is like factory automations or uh, robotics. You know, robotics you need, the, uh, need to be able to uh, connect with a robot that it's out in the factory that it's moving around and be able to send commands and receive commands and receive data. Well, if you want to do it, well, first of all, it can be tethered, that's for sure. And second thing is, if you want to do it using a standard Wi-Fi, once again, you know, the reach could be uh, an issue because factories are very, very big. They're much bigger than, you know, a, let's say, apartment or a home is. So uh, how do you do that? How do you connect with it? Again, this, these, are, these, are the, these are the examples. And there's many, many, many examples of products out there that can take an advantage of it, and that was the driving factor to do it. You know, IoT market is going to, it's you know, supposedly growing to tens of billions of devices annually. Um, and I'm not saying that Wi-Fi Halo is a solution for all of them, but it fills in a gap that uh, it was there uh, before this uh, technology or this standard was uh, uh, was adopted. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, I mentioned some figures at, at the start of this uh, PSD cast, but otherwise, how does how does Morse Micro's Halo system on chip differ from traditional Halo, and and, and what do you think will cause the technology to expand even further than than, than it is right now? So for us, what we have done, um, Morse Micro, the team that started uh, Morse Micro, they actually, all of them came from uh, Broadcom, uh, myself included, and they worked on Broadcom's uh, Wi-Fi chip, combo chip that goes into the cell phones, in the handsets, and we ship billions of them in Apple iPhones and Samsungs and what have you. So they're very, very... Uh, knowledgeable, capable of developing low-power technology. One of the key advantages of this technology is the power requirement. How do you keep the power low so it can go into the devices that um, are battery-operated or requires very low energy? Um, one of the, I mean, for example, our device, the device that we're developing and that will be out, you know, in, in the next year, can work 
with a coin cell battery for five years. And that by itself is a, quite an achievement because no other product, no other um, wi- standard Wi-Fi or even other Halo devices can do that. Um, that's really our key core competency. Um, the size and the power uh, is, is a key in this technology. Mm. Very cool. Well, uh, th- thanks a bunch, Vahid. Uh, on, on behalf of uh, PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy and have a great day.